superheroes, welcome to the Super Sarah series. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my life stories, my courage and how I continually discover a superhero in me. Come and join me in my quest of becoming my true self and maybe you'll discover a superhero in you. And now let's just take a deep breath together. Oh. Hello everyone, welcome to my first episode, how exciting. I am nervous, I am excited, I'm feeling all the feels and thank you so much for joining me and listening to my first podcast, um, first ever episode. I just want to start off actually by thanking my friend Francesca because she has done something for me and just giving me her time and efforts and Honestly, I could cry because she's just so helpful and just offered so much without me even having to ask. So thank you, Francesca. Go follow her. <laughs> Go follow her on Instagram. She's a vocal coach and she's a great wedding singer. She's a great event singer. So go follow her. She's Francesca Ladoni um, on Instagram. All right, let's get this started. Today I am going to talk about what shame means to me and this is a really actually like touchy subject like sitting here now and really just talking about it. It is really big and it brings a lot of emotion for me but I'm going to do my best to portray what it is and what it is to me and how it's affected me in my life and where it originated and where I where how I'm trying to stop it and slay it and move forward. And hopefully you guys get something out of it too. So let's get started. Shame for me comes in a lot of ways. The main ones would definitely be, and has been in the past, be perfection, comparison, my comparing myself to others and not belonging or and or judgment, um, judgment every day and, and everything I do and not doing enough or not showing up or not acting enough or not, not being in action constantly or not making enough money or not being in a relationship or not being skinny enough or wherever it may be. There's just, it's, there's a lot of judgment in not being perfect, not being a perfect person. And then I shame myself for it. I definitely shame who I am and how I need to be in order to be that perfect person. And it's really hard because it, it's just this negative cycle and a shadow in every situation on, did you do this, like, you know, did you do this well enough? Even just sitting here, I am scared. And I'm like, do you have enough experience to say this? Do you have the right to say these things? You know, and this... And there's this big shadow of perfection that I never accomplish because it does not exist. I know that, but in my action and in my thoughts, sometimes it comes up. And I really, it really comes back to that I am not enough. I am not good enough and I've never felt enough in every aspect of my life, in relationships, in my ex-marriage, in my friendships, in my employment, in, for me even, always just needing to be more, more skinnier, more uh, successful, more, how do I say, 
accepted in this society and it's just something that comes back and then I shame myself for not being those things but the truth is I am who I am and there is no shame in that the bottom line I have no shame I can't be anything that I'm not I can't be anything but the moment that I am in and yeah so no matter what I do I have shamed myself a lot of times and I still do. Uh, It's not something that I have under control completely, but it's okay. I'm aware of it. I have noticed it. And like I said, again, coming back to doing this podcast, I shamed myself because I thought that I was not good enough to be doing this podcast that I sh- or I should be doing more I should be doing more research I should be reading more books I should be learning how will I say it how how I'm trying to perfect it and then because not and then I don't do any of those things because I'm so exhausted of shaming myself and then I don't do them and I'm like see you're not that person you're not good enough you are not that and then I realized that I can only show up By just showing up, I've slayed that shame. By sitting here and talking to you about this, I have slayed that shame. And that's just an example. But going back to where this actually came, where this shame came from. And I'm going to share this story. And it's really, it's a big story for me. I have a complicated relationship with my mom. I love her and she loves me. But we are different people. And I'm not telling you the story to shame her or to wrong her or to try to make her something or like my villain in this in my life. She's not. She did what she can. She did what she knew. I don't know her stories. I don't know her shame. I don't know what she had to go through. But she carried on her own traumas and pain into the motherhood and it has affected me. So when I share, it's a sh- not a share a place of judgment. It's just what has happened and what I what I accomplished and what I gained from that experience and what has come with me with my life and what I'm doing to detach from it so back to the story I was about six or seven years old and you know I think I was just starting to learn I was like grade one or something and I was just learning to write and there was like this, I, was, I was in an English school, I was in Egypt and I was learning how to write and I remember like my write, my letters were way too big still like they were and my mom was sitting next to me watching me and she was like do you think that's okay and I was like yeah whatever I was a kid and I was late and I just wanted I don't know go to bed or do something else besides studying I remember her just like I, she must have had a bad day I don't know what happened that day but she then took my book and ripped it like this book was probably from like a whole semester of year school and she then made me sit down and rewrite the whole book until it was perfect and I just remember that story that story is, is just so vivid I remember like I remember where we were sitting I remember what where we were and the house we were in I just remember it's really like very much present with me and it stuck it stuck with me because I grew up trying so hard to prove to her that I could be a better daughter I could be more perfect I could be a better student I could be um, smarter or more successful or make more money or how can I support her to be that daughter so she can love me more so I could be good enough for her 
you know, and then over time that I could never actually accomplish that. And then I started to resent her. There was so much resentment towards my mom and there's a little bit still, (laughs) but I resented her for not accepting me, for not loving me, for not, you know, being there for me. And, you know, I read a, I don't know if anyone's listened to Brene Brown um, and she talks a lot about shame of vulnerability. And according to her, shame, blame and withholding affection can stop love. It stops love from growing. It doesn't allow for things to heal and for you to acknowledge the pain and move forward. And I think that's what happened. There was just shame, blame and withholding affection between me and my mother. And we, you know didn't know how to love each other anymore and it was harder it must have been also hard for her and it was hard for me as well because we're in a shame-born culture you know especially for women women need to be a certain way they need to look a certain way need to behave a certain way they need a man they need this they need that they need to be successful they need to be financially free they need to be educated they need to be strong they need they need they need to need I need to be more like a man you know and but the thing is we're not. We're not we don't need to be anything. We just need to be ourselves and accept ourselves and love ourselves and just be present with our moment and stop shaming ourselves for not being enough. Because we are. We are enough. The truth is you are who you are. You can't change who you are at this mo- at this point. If you're if you're single or married or with kids or divorced or if you're successful with a degree or without or unsuccessful, if you work one job or ten jobs or three jobs or whatever, you're doing what you can to be you and to su- survive for yourself. Stop shaming for yourself. Stop comparing yourself for being someone that you're not because you're you're doing the best you can for yourself. And that's the same with me. I'm doing the best I can. I'm, I am surviving. I have a home. I have a car. I have, I have great friends. I have a family that loves me. I have, I've had, I've had jobs. I've had degrees. I've had all those things. And I've like, right now I have never been happier because I've accepted who I am. I've accepted what I'm doing. I've been true to myself And, you know, I've really discovered my shame recently. It's something that I'm really working on and to try to slay. And again, like I said, I have not slayed it yet. It's still there. But it's something that I'm aware of. And I just want to tell you that by acknowledging the things where I'm imperfect and loving them, I'm being true to me. My body is just going to be my body. It's not going to change. It's not. I might lose 10 kilos or gain on 10. It's still my body. It's still making me walk, talk, eat, love, laugh, run, play. Um, you know, my six my money, money comes all the time. I've always been abundant with it. I've never had an issue. Sometimes it's less than others, but I still have money. Friends friends come and go and true friends will stick by you you know it's not relationship men they come and go too you know that's a whole different episode I'm going to do as well my relationship with men but you know it's also 
I was responsible in a lot of those relationships. Who was I? Was I good enough for myself to be good enough for someone else? You know, learning to be good enough for me first, being enough for me with my imperfection, with, with being who I am right now in this moment. So I invite you to explore where your shame is. Ask yourself questions. Speak your truth. Tell you if you don't feel like doing something, say, I don't feel like doing it. If someone's making you feel uncomfortable and you stop yourself from saying anything, I did this for years, because you don't want to make them uncomfortable, you will shame yourself. You will feel bad. You will feel guilty. All those things. So undoubt yourself. So speak up. Say your truth. Show up for yourself. Listen to Brene Brown. The Power of Vulnerability is the book. And it's one of the most beautiful books. She's just a great speaker. And, you know, it might give you something different to what I'm learning, but it also it's a great book to start. If you have a lot of shame in your life, it's something that you should really start doing is trying to slay it by listening to books, being a bit more conscious of yourself, meditate, do things that you love as well. Like she talks about wholehearted people and wholehearted people are people who play more, play in the sense that they do things they love more. People who are happier in their life because they speak up for themselves, they do things they love, there's self-care, there's self-love, there's love for others. They have shame, but they're also not focused on not being enough. They're just enough. Be, you know, just be enough for yourself because you are enough. You are who you are and that's the truth. That's your being. All right. So this brings the episode to an end. Thank you for listening. I have so much gratitude for every single listener and for this opportunity. I hope that you will stay tuned and keep your eye out for my next episode, which will come out soon. Please also comment, share, like my episode and come and contact me on my Instagram. Uh, it's at S-A-R-A-M-O-R-S-I, Sarah Morsi. And I'll also will be creating a YouTube channel, which will be a little bit more instructive to help you on your self-development journey. Yeah, and I just want to be grateful for you, for you one more time. Thank you. See you soon.